podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all that thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of This Unomics Podcast. This is episode 120. Firstly, last week I was joined by the lovely Jamila. We discussed veganism and the week before that I discussed the legalisation of marijuana with my boy Ed. So make sure you check out those podcasts. There's two of those on Spotify, on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all those platforms. Make sure you check them out. Anyway, this week, episode 120. You may have seen in the news on Wednesday a big hoo-ha of the Queen approving one of Boris Johnson's plans, which was to prorogue Parliament. And there's been a massive hoopla, or hoopla, whatever they call that term. There's been protests, there's been Gianna Miller calling for legal action, all types of stuff. So you're probably thinking, what the hell is going on? Well, that's why you have this moment's podcast. I'm here to explain to you as quickly, simply, and as effectively as possible. So, what happened? On Wednesday 28th of August 2019, the government asked the Queen to suspend Parliament in September. She, of course, said yes. Um, For those who don't know um, how British politics work, um, the Queen actually has to sign off for laws. She has the final say, technically, on many things. But the tradition is we don't have a rigid constitution like the United States where it's written and you have to abide by it. Ours is more kind of convention. We follow certain traditions we've done for many years and the Queen won't just be like, hmm, this law looks a bit nuts. I'm not going to sign that. She'll just sign a thing. So yes, the Queen said yes. You're probably thinking, what the hell was proroguing? The act of proroguing Parliament is bringing to an end the current parliamentary session. A short break before the new session. So, Parliament runs in sessions, they usually, which usually last around a year. And a session normally starts with a, something called a Queen's Speech, where the government sets out the laws they want to pass over the coming session, and then it goes to a lack of vote. The speech needs approval, and that's where the voting comes in, and any parliamentary business which hadn't been completed at the end of the previous session is brought to an end. You can't bring that into the new year. So, what a prorogue of Parliament is actually very normal. The issue here is the timing of it. So, Boris is arguing starting a new session and the Queen's speech gives the new government a chance to bring forward its own legislative agenda, which, of course, makes rational sense. So, what is the big deal? Brexit. I've had many a podcast on Brexit. Uh, it's got to the point where we're in a young Brexit fatigue right now. Brexit was initiated, the vote was in June 2016. By the time you're listening to this podcast, it will, it will likely be September 2019. So it's been three years, three months in the making, nothing's happening. But yes, Brexit is still outstanding. The, the new date for the Brexit um, D-Day is October the 31st of 2019, 
With a short amount of parliamentary days left, a Brexit so outstanding, MPs of course are expected to use the time to scrutinise or put forward and make any amendments to the new government's Brexit policy. With this current prerogative of Parliament, they will not have the adequate amount of time to scrutinise the new deal by Mr Boris Johnson. And he said <laughs> the new deal is come the 31st of October 2019, we are leaving the EU come what may. And that to many is a clear indication that a no-deal Brexit is on the cards. And it is increasingly likely. For those who have listened to my podcast or those who've been following the news or checking stuff on your Twitter feeds or reading the newspapers or other podcasts, um, good podcasts that may have covered this, I'll say um, Making Sense podcast, definitely check them out. It's been said several times a no-deal from several parties is not ideal. Me personally, I disagree, but and it's looking like a no deal is local, and obviously the streets are not feeling this whatsoever, because the MPs will have less time to pass any amendments like addressing the no deal aspects with the current government um, Brexit plan. So, what can be done? Okay, before I say what can be done about, it, let me explain why like people have an issue with this so much. So, it's looking like after recess, so the go- um, of course MPs deserve holidays as well, and obviously you have party conferences where they go and they make all these speeches. You see them on BBC News; they've been all over the country, in like Bristol, Manchester, all them, all them places there. So, <clears throat> excuse me. After recess, after recess and party conferences, it's looking like. 14th of October is when the Queen's speech will be, will be initiated. That means Parliament will have 16 sitting days, so when they're currently active at work, before Brexit, in which MPs can scrutinise and amend government Brexit plans. Six days? That's not enough. That is simply not enough. So, what is next? Like, what can happen? If a majority of MPs vote against the government a formal process can kick in under the terms of a fixed-term Parliament Act. This provides a two-week period in which an alternative government can could attempt to command a majority before a general election is triggered. So if you look, if you listen to the Speaker, John Berrico, he's already called the government's plans as offensive against the democratic process, and he'll, and he'll find a chance in the House of, Gov- House of Commons to consider a motion of no confidence. So people aren't happy about this. This seems as very undemocratic. You're kind of using the prerogative of parliament to kind of force through your Fugazi Brexit deal where there can't be a proper democratic deliberation process on it. So obviously people aren't happy. So another um, potential effect is that a second referendum, which many people in the country, or should I say a significant portion, uh, are fan of is looking less less likely. The issue for for governments, um, Hannah White says, she believes that the events of Wednesday make the likelihood of a second referendum less likely. It does look there's going to be time and a sufficient group of MPs backing that as an option before the Brexit date. Because as I said, they have like six sitting days. So, in short, that is <laughs> why the streets are on fire right now. Boris and them are using the timing of Brexit, October 31st, and his new um, 
him becoming the new prime minister, in this period of time, the prorogation of parliament is used really just to filibuster their way through into pushing a deal in. And it's not very democratic whatsoever. So I am with the people in their annoyance at this. And I believe that MPs should try and get of some form of vote of no confidence and maybe a general election because this is just very undemocratic. And as I said in the Conservative Party Race podcast, that even the fact that Mr Boris Johnson is now the Prime Minister is undemocratic because 160,000 Conservative Party members vote for him when we have a when we have a nation of, what, 70, 60 million people? That doesn't make sense. So, any questions you may have on this, feel free to use the hashtag Dysonomics on Twitter. Um, if you're listening to this, please share on your Instagram, on your Twitter, wherever. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Just, just type in Dysonomics on YouTube, you'll find. Don't forget, Trending Sundays, we will have a few events in September. We've got some announcements to make, so check out that. And you may get a podcast this coming week. It's my favorite birthday. I want me in the country, so I'm going to try to sort you lot out. If not, see you on the flip side. God bless. Sports Social Podcast Network.